Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, it's your boy, Jeremy Phoenix. I'm here for the Hail West Virginia podcast, coming to you as a raspy voice, kids. Once again, we are always sponsored by uh, Swill Dogs, Shrinkables, Sandwich You, and Astorg Auto. Today, we have a special guest, Eugene Napoleon. He's a man you may remember from many great Mountaineer uh, uh, teams. Um, he played in the CFL. He played in the Arena League. He's a businessman. Now he's doing, you know, rec- he's a record label Um a motivational speaker, an author. He's doing so many things, man. I, we're just privileged to have you on the show, man. Thank you so much. It's a, it's a uh, blessing and pleasure to be here. Absolutely, man. So we, we know you from... Listen, I am a fan. I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> I, hey, we definitely appreciate that. We definitely appreciate that. So we know you're from uh, New Jersey. Yes. How did you end up in Morgantown? Oh, Blue man. chipper. And you come to Morgantown. Well, the interesting thing was... When I was seven years old, I told my mom that I was, you know, my dream school. And, and this is kind of crazy, but I was a big Tony Dorsett fan. Okay. So being a running back from Jersey City, uh, being a Dorsett fan, I wanted to go to Pitt. So I was one of the top recruits in the country. And my choices actually came down between Pitt and Oklahoma. So, you know, being a tailback, you know, look, Dorsett fan. That led me to Pitt. Um, no, we forgive you. We forgive you for that. We definitely, <laughs> definitely. But the strangest thing happened when I when I got to Pittsburgh. Um, to be honest with you, it just wasn't the right fit. So they didn't redshirt me through my throughout my freshman year. 
Um, unfortunately, my oldest sister passed away. She had an aneurysm of the brain. And it was, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a tough deal, man. It was within the first four games of my freshman year. So not being redshirted, I traveled, you know, things were going okay. Then all of a sudden she passes away. And to be quite frank, I just, the way that that whole situation was handled, um, you know, it wasn't a good situation for me or my family. So I kind of felt like it was time to leave. Um, a lot of people thought it had a lot to do with, it, you know, it being football related, but that was so much more personal to me. So long story short, being such a high recruit coming out of high school, I got five more visits. Okay. So I took, yeah. When I decided to transfer, I took my five visits and one of which obviously was West Virginia. Um, I'll never forget it, man. Came down to West Virginia and I met an older couple and it messed me up because I was on high street and I met this older couple. We must've talked for about an hour. And at that time, it's exactly what I needed. It was exactly what I needed. It had nothing to do with football so much as much as it was. I met some genuine people who really viewed me more as a person than an athlete. And they really didn't even know what I was going through at the time. They didn't know yeah. I just buried my oldest sister. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. And it really made me feel that much more comfortable. Then sitting with Coach Nealon, meeting the rest of the staff. Um, I love the campus, the people in West Virginia. It, it hit home. It resonated so quick. I told my mom that night, I said, hey, mom, you know what? I'm going to transfer to West Virginia. I'm going to transfer here. I think that this is a good fit for me. Um, and being a city kid, Morgantown, it was everything I needed at that time. So that's that's how I wound up. That's how I wound up in Morgantown. That's so funny because um, you, like you said, you're, you're a city kid, and then you end up in Morgantown over over just something that's just so very personal. But that's how we are in the entire state. You know, we we, we have that love and we have that passion. So we love that you came here. Um, so you know, you make the jump, blue chipper, pit excuse me, that, that team up north, we'll just call them that team up north. You come back home, you take them country roads back to Morgantown. Yes. You remember your first nap? You remember what it was? Oh, man. Listen. Okay. We were playing Miami. Now, this is interesting because we are playing Miami at the time when I had to sit out. So... Now, is this the Hurricanes or, or Miami? Oh, yeah, this is the Hurricanes. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is the you. Okay. You know, Vinny Testaverde, <laughs> Michael Irvin, oof. J.C. Penny was one of the tail band. Listen, they were they had a lit squad. Yeah. And I, never, and I couldn't play, so I remember still coming out the tunnel, walking onto the field, and blew my mind. I had goosebumps because being there as a player the year prior in a pit uniform, okay, it's a different deal when you are a, a mountaineer. You know what I'm saying? It's a different deal. So I could not wait to 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 become eligible to play because I almost broke down on the sideline. Honestly, the emotion was just, I mean, pumping, your heart's racing. You're seeing all the fans. Uh, it, it was crazy. So I couldn't wait to become eligible. Next year, I'm eligible, ready to play. Um, and once again, just in a uniform, now you're, you're, you're part of it. I'm part of it. Now, now we really getting this thing going. I got on the sideline and almost hyperventilated. <laughs> it was, I love it. Almost hyperventilated. It was unbelievable because 
here's what it is. I, I don't think people really, unless you unless you've played in Morgantown, unless you you've donned that uniform, you want to play so well for the state. You want to play so well for our great university. You want to play so well for every fan that is a Mountaineer fan around the country, around the world. And you wear that every time you put that WV on. You wear it because the way I felt about it, here's a state and, 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 and a university that gave me an opportunity. Yeah, they recruited me and I was highly recruited, but for, forget all that. It takes a lot for a whole state to get behind a program and our individual players. And that's the way I looked at it. So yeah. every I took the field. I couldn't even I, I can't even explain to you the kind of pride that I have and I had playing at West Virginia. It's crazy. So it's a hard question to answer because it's every single time I took the field. That's how I felt. No, no, no. That makes sense. But my thing is, that so so I grew up in West Virginia and, and you know, we got I'm a Mountaineer fans. We're all Mountaineer fans. And, you know, fan bases typically look at their team and think this is a special place. So when you're talking about you're playing for an entire state and you're almost hyperventilated, is that different than, than the atmosphere when you were at Pitt? Now I'm not saying Pitt hatefully, I'm just saying any other team, like, you know, cause sure. we feel the what we feel, but we don't know if it's the same when you're at other programs. Was it right. really different? The thing that was different, I think because Pitt has so much stuff going on, you know, they have so many professional teams, you know, they have the Steelers, you know what I mean? They have uh, hockey and all these different things. I think when you're in a state like West Virginia, where the university and its and its sports programs, they they're like your professional teams. I think the passion is different. Okay. The passion yeah. is different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, uh, more being more realistic about it, I think we had a lot more to prove. In my humble, you know, expression of it, we have a lot more. To, we had a lot more to prove in West Virginia than what Pitt had to, had to prove at being at Pitt. Yeah. You know, yeah. to them, they already won a national championship. You know what I mean? Tony yeah. Dorsett said they already had a Heisman Trophy winner. They already had years. I mean, and my when I went, we were projected to win a national championship. You know, we had 19 out of our 21 scholarships my freshman year in 1985. 19 of us were high school All-Americans. Oh, okay. Go the so there was no excuse not to win. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I, to- I totally feel it. Right. It was ridiculous. So coming to West Virginia, it, it made me understand that there is a place that's a lot more passionate than where I just came from, number one. The only other place that I think rivaled um, the passion that West Virginia has in their program might be, at least back then, may have been Oklahoma. Okay. I saw that. I, you, I saw that when I visited <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> okay, that's real talk. sometimes we just see it from our perspective, and you know, and, and you don't know what the outside world. But you've been there and you've done that, so you can talk about it. Once right. again, we're here with Eugene Napoleon, great running back for uh, for our squad, West Virginia. He was here through you know a lot of stuff, a lot of great squads. But we're gonna come up on the '88 season. You know, you're with Major Harris, or excuse me, maybe he's with you because 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 you're the upperclassman. Um, <laughs> An amazing season. You were there for the Notre Dame game. You were there for the Penn State game. I just want to know the feeling. So so let's start with the Notre Dame game. 98, sure. first time beating them in a, in a few years. A rivalry, a rivalry really owned by them. We beat them 51-32. to 32. Yes. What's the feeling like in Morgantown? Like, I wasn't there. I don't know. How'd you feel? Like, you know, you got Jack Fleming on the call. I know you didn't hear it, but I'm sure that place was electric. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. Whenever you first off, Whenever you beat Penn State, it's a great win, right? I like to beat them in the parking lot. It didn't matter. 
wherever you whenever you play Penn State, it's 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 listen, you could throw the records out the window. It's it's that type of, you know, uh, competitive spirit on, on both pro, in both in both programs. I remember that game two days prior. We knew and this, it's going to sound a little arrogant, but we knew we were going to beat Penn State. We had a great week of practice, which we we that whole year we, we really did. We focused. We knew what we had to do. But Coach Nealing put together this game plan, and I give him 100% credit. That staff, we were tuned in, everybody on the same page. Two days before, we took the field. It was one of them deals where you kind of know that you know that everything is going to click. And I'll never forget when Penn State came out, they came out like they normally do. They're energetic and, you know, all this rah-rah. We were very calm. We came out energetic, but we were very calm because it was that sense of we can't wait to kick this ball off so we can dig in. <laughs> so no, it's about business. It's about business. Straight. Everybody came, straight business. And from the first kickoff, um, it was one of them deals where it was funny. I'm looking. I actually muff. I muffed the, the first kickoff. <laughs> I'm looking a lot of you not Jeremy. I'm looking to the other end zone. I'm literally looking to the other because I'm like, I'm taking this to the house. You already know. <laughs> so they kick it off. I muff it. Thank God it bounced. Thank God for good bounces. It bounced right back in my hands. I take it about 30 something, almost 40 yards to get us near the 50. And we were off and running from there. Major, obviously, Mr. Major excitement, Mr. 21 to 28 points all by himself every game. Right. The run, the run, the run. Dude, oh, my God. Looking in his eyes, coming into the huddle, every you kind of knew he was lights out, geared in, business locked, yep. locked in. We all were, but that was one game. I'm gonna tell you something. From all phases, from defense to offense to special teams, we clicked on all phases that afternoon, and you almost had to to beat a Joe Pa team. Joe Paterno, you know it's Penn State. You know they're yeah. well coached, they're disciplined. That day, nah, not in Morgantown. That day. So, so, so what's the difference? All right, so, so you have this game. It's huge. It's you know, it's you know, huge, and you know you go to win it, and, and the hype, and the feeling, and the buzz before the game. How does that differentiate from the national championship game? And it's funny. Now we had the same feeling going into the national championship game against Notre Dame, and I'll say, I'll share this with you. When you watch, and this is funny, when you watch teams. And they're wearing the difference between the the white high top cleats and the black cleats. It's going to sound funny. Black cleats, they look a little bit slow. They look a little slower on film, right? Okay. We're watching. Not that not that that negated anything for us because we went into it every week preparing the way we're supposed to prepare. But we looked at their linebackers. We looked at a little bit of you know their receivers and not being able to get off of, of certain jams and things of that nature. So we took them like okay. We're going to be able to we're going to be physical. We're always physical, but we feel like we have better athletes in each position. OK, you get into the game and then you realize like, uh oh, oh, these jokes can run. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so they too have good athletes, right? You know, that it's a well coach. It's a well coached football team. You know that they're disciplined, all these things. All of a sudden, major goes down. Yeah, he gets hurt. And it changed the whole complexity of what we were doing offensively, which in turn hurt us defensively because now field position switches. Now, yeah. offensively, we're not on the field as much. We have to punt a lot more. 
and we put our defense in a situation to where they're playing maybe 25 to 30 snaps more than what they were used to playing. Yeah, do you think, do you feel like if Major never got, because I know a lot of Mountaineers feel this way, I don't have certain feelings because, you know, I, 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 I'm i a little young, so I don't remember the game. I know a lot of people say if Mage hadn't go hadn't went down, you know, we'd be wearing rings right now. Do you no feel doubt. like now if look, Major hadn't went, got hurt? You see the ring? I see it. Okay. I see it, baby. Now, that would be a different ring <laughs> had Major Harris not gotten injured, right? You believe so? I will give you the score. Had Major not gotten hurt, you're talking probably 63-28. Oh, and that's, wow. And that's a little high because I've often said 49-56, somewhere in there. I'm going to say 63-28, and I'll tell you why. Major Harris was good for 28 points a game by himself. And depending on the combination of either throwing for two touchdowns, rushing for two touchdowns, or some games rushing for two touchdowns, throwing for three touchdowns. So you're talking about 28 to 35 points by himself. Between the combination of myself, A.B. Brown, and Andre Johnson in the backfield, we were good for at least 28 points, 21 to 28 points as a back, as a combination of back. Against that defense. Against that defense. Against that defense. Okay. Now, wide receiver-wise, there was nobody in the country that was covering Reggie Rembert one-on-one. Yeah. Nobody. 6-6, can catch a BB in the dark. Nobody. You put in the slot the other one, Granis Bell, got to be GB, 4-2, 4-2 flat in the 40. Oh, that's, that's real speed. You putting Calvin Phillips on the other side, Mr. Look, again, these guys ran great routes. We had such a good receiving core that they were good. 21 points, 14 points. So if Major's not hurt, we're running our full offense. We're running our full onslaught of different things that we normally run with him at the helm. Not taking nothing from Greg Jones. Greg Jones is a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, there were certain things that we didn't do in our packages when Greg was on the field versus when Major was on the field. Yeah, absolutely. It changed the whole complexity of our offense. So no doubt about it. We just took 28 points to 35 points off the board with number nine not being in the huddle. I feel you. I feel a lot of love for 88, man. That's what everybody says, you know, one of the greatest teams ever. Matter of fact, we put out a poll this week, Raspberry Voice Kids, about what is the greatest Mountaineer team ever. And we, we matched it up 88 against 93. And we also made a little argument for 2006, the team that went to the Sugar Bowl and beat Georgia, finished 11 and 1. Yeah. The question is, like, I, I want to hear what you got to say. Can, can any team touch 88? Your squad, um, you made, Reggie Rember. I got to be honest, man. Listen, those were some good squads. 93 nah, squad keep was it real, a good squad. Keep it real. I yeah. enjoyed that squad. Who didn't like the Sugar Bowl? That win against Georgia? It was. Oh, my goodness. Yep. It win. Now, here's the difference. Those two squads, defensively, I felt defensively, that 88 squad, there was nothing like it. There was nothing like it. When you got a guy like Mike Fox at the nose who wouldn't play very well in the NFL for some years, right? That dude was you had to you had to double team him. You couldn't block him one on one. Now, by doing that, you had Mr. Ronaldo Turnbull. Yeah. Who almost led I think he led the country in sacks that year. Okay? Who also was an all pro in the NFL. There's no way that you could afford not to block or double team both of those guys. Our linebackers across the front, we had two All-American linebackers. We had DBs that were 
uh, Bo Orlando. I mean, that you defense. Get it down. Yeah, it down. defense was second to none. So here's what happens. So, no, no, real quick, real quick. So, all right, so scratches. All right, so, so you, you got the 88 over any team ever. Yeah. Now you're bringing up the defense of 88. Is the defense of 88 better than the defense of 93 that has so many players, you know, Mike Logan, Aaron Beasley. I mean, you can go on and on about the people on that squad. Those are my boys, yes. Yeah. Yeah, those are my boys now. Would you and, take and 88? It was very comparable. Very comparable because that defense was star-studded as well, and you're right. Household names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's named household names. Yes, sir. Ashley household names. Um, I only – I would say this. Very close, but I think I'm going to give my 88 defense just a little bit of an edge. <laughs> you know, we had this thing in Motown called, you know, bring the noise. I feel you. Right? And when you played against that defense – that was like black and blue, okay? You were not getting out of Morgantown or anywhere on the road when you played against that defense. Wicked picketing them boys. When they hit you, oh, you was hit. You don't feel them. Oh, you you gonna feel you gonna feel the sting of the Mountaineers. And I I had a lot of respect because Bill Calaverage and them guys, the way they had them jokers foaming at the mouth before every game, it was tough in practice. Our practice was harder on offense for us than it was playing in the games. Cause they gave no slack. I'll tell you a quick, funny story. I hurt my ankle and was just coming back to prepare for the bowl game. Mike Fox and his intensity. This is just, you know, a a thud up drill. This joker chased me 40 yards down the field and slammed me on my head. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) It was real. Keeping it real. The intensity of that defense was second to none. I think that was our calling card on top of an explosive offense with one of the best electrifying players in all of the country, Major Harris on offense, that defense, there was no way that, you know, we knew we were going undefeated, you know, not to be arrogant, but when you have all those things, you kind of know what you have. Yeah. No, nah, man, I love it. I, lo- I, lo- I love the, 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 the old school drops, the practice, the, the funny stories, uh, you know, the, the behind the scenes. And, you know, it's real. You got love for 88. You know, that's a debate that's going to be made. 88, 93, 2006. So far, 88 is running away with it. But now, you know, you have me thinking, like, if we're going to break it down, which defense is better? You call 88, and I got respect for that, too. But, we, I mean, I just appreciate you coming on, man. My question, too, is, so, and this is one of my last questions. Your whole Mountaineer experience, you come into Morgantown, you being around the people. What's one memory you're going to take, you take away from being in Morgantown? Wow. Um, there's so many, but I'm going to say this. When we beat Syracuse uh, at home to cement that undefeated 11-0 season, and we had a chance to do the victory lap um, as they're playing Country Roads, and you got a chance to say thank you to those great fans. Dude, you know, I, I get teary-eyed thinking about it now because I can remember how that felt because it was almost to me like success is the completion of a task. And we wanted to go undefeated. We spoke about it when we got to be about six, seven and oh, that was the drive. And that was, I was, you know, that year the senior class said, listen, nobody go home during the off season. Let's all stay here, take our summer courses, whatever. Let's all stay. We got something special that was put in play, Jeremy, before like kickoff even started. Right. So you already knew the mentality. 
Now, to, to, to bring it full circle and you beat Syracuse, a good Syracuse football team, to go 11-0 and and you had a chance to say, go around in that victory lap and thank all the fans, dude, my, my heart was beating out of my chest because that was our way of saying to them, thank you so much for riding with us. Thank you so much for believing in us. Thank you so much for the ups, the downs, the peaks, the valleys. You know how hard it is to win 11 football games? At that level, to yeah, be that yeah. consistent, and every fan in that list, there wasn't, that whole stadium was rocking. Literally, the bricks was rocking because that's how proud they was of us. And I'll tell you, Jeremy, that's how proud we was to be Mountaineers and to wear that great uniform. So that right there, probably for me, it, it, it tops. So I have a lot of them, but that one, just because it was a completion of something great and they helped us get to where we were. Nah, we love it. We love it. We love the fans. Uh, we love the, we love the love that we we show the players and the and the, the players give it back. And I love that. That's one of you know one of the memories that sticks out the most. We're family, Mountaineer family. Like I Definitely. said, we don't need nobody else. Definitely. It's a wonderful thing that you're doing. Um, that you've done. You, you have your hands in so many things. So just to wrap this up, man, give them a shout out. Let them know what you're into, what you're doing now. I, I know you got your hand in a little bit of everything. So yeah. let them know where they can find you on social media. Let you let them know about you know the Driven documentary. You had a Thank book, uh, Dream Real. You got your yeah. hand in so many things. Yeah, God has blessed me, and and, and I'm so appreciative because you know what. And that's what it is, too. I'm going to give a shout out to Western University because that's what happens when you get a degree from WVU, baby. <laughs> that's what happens. You can kind of yeah, navigate yeah. these different things. Plug it, yeah. You know, so it's been a blessing, man. When I retired from playing in the AFL, I went to Wall Street, did the Wall Street thing, and got an opportunity to get into the music industry. My wife, Tracy Napoleon, a.k.a. Gold Silver Recording Artist, Naya, got to put it out there. Yeah, um, do it, do it. We did her first project on our label, and the whole thing went gold. That first album, you know, sold 500,000 copies worldwide. So beautiful accomplishment. And we've been kicking it ever since. So the music stuff has been really great. So that, that business now it's not vision entertainment. We've been in business now for 22 successful years in the music part of it. The sports agency side was my nap sports brand, which I've had, I started back in 1999. So I had people like Cheryl swoops, the whole and one, I've represented 80% of the and one streetball roster. I still represent main event to this day. Hot so, sauce. <laughs> all yeah, the boys. Yeah, yeah. Air up the there. Pro- the, the professor. professor. <laughs> <laughs> so, all them dudes. It was awesome. That was awesome. And then, you know, I jumped, jumped into to that part of it. So that was good for 10 years. Very successful. And I decided to write a book. Like you yeah. said, the Dream Real book became a Barnes & Noble's bestseller. So I wound up doing a tour with Verizon Wireless. Um because of that, which led me into a children's book, which I wrote just last summer. It's not released yet. So, yeah, it's it's a kid's book at the elementary and middle school age level. And what's so the drop? That, what's the I'll drop? probably drop that after I put out these documentaries. Okay. So I, I shot the Driven documentary last summer. Um, and then now, thank God, with the Dub V Nation, my boy, Scholar, uh, Scholar uh, uh, Callahan. That's right. We're, we're doing something called uh, Inside the Jersey. So I'm really proud of that. We start shooting in Morgantown in October, actually, Jeremy. So uh, I think October 4th, 4th, 5th, yeah. 6th, if I'm not mistaken. So, dude, I, I, I can't even – I'm on. so thankful, again, because we go back to the fans. All these years, this will be the 30th anniversary of our 88 season. To this day, the fans still remember 
number 33, Eugene Napoleon. That in itself is such a blessing. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm humbled. And I'm even humbled to be on your show because I told you, as I told your brother the other day, I'm a fan, man. I'm a yeah. fan. Oh, man, we appreciate it. We're a fan of you. And, you know, we we appreciate you coming on and we're proud of everything that you do when you wear the, the you know, the flying WV. But not just now. I mean, like even after your career, we know you're still holding that flag. It makes us extremely proud um, of the man you are, how you conduct yourself, how you handle business. Um, you know, we just appreciate it. And, and we're glad you came on the show and, you know, just gave us a little bit of insight, man. No doubt. Hey, look, it's funny. Like I said, you see the ring. I see it. But Jeremy, check it out. Look, 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 look. I see you always, <laughs> always, always repping blue and gold, baby. That's, That's right. My, those are my favorite combination colors. Yeah, man, we all we always rep that the, the gold and the blue. You know, you got to. Well, we appreciate you coming on, man. We're gonna we're gonna get back up with you another time. We appreciate you coming on. But as always, hail West Virginia. You better believe it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you. Astor Auto of Charleston is West Virginia's premier automotive luxury dealer. We sell Land Rover, Jaguar, Mercedes-Benz, Volvo, and Audi brands. We also have a wide variety of pre-owned luxury cars at our store on Corridor G. Our service department also goes the extra mile and aims to exceed your expectations. We offer free pickup and delivery on service appointments to make your life easier. Come experience a new level of service. Astor Auto of Charleston, a tradition of automotive excellence. Learn more at AstorGato.com. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.